you're listening to the Psychiatric Nurse Practitioner Podcasts. This is Ana Sanchez, your host. I discuss evidence-based research on mental health. I dispense empathy, hope, and share with you a deeper understanding of what mental illness is all about. Together, we can raise awareness, improve attitudes, and remove the barriers to mental health. Thank you. Welcome to the Psychiatric Nurse Practitioner Podcast. This is Ana Sanchez, your host. Today, we will discuss about SSRIs or the selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. We will talk about the principles and guidelines of usage and prescribing of SSRIs, its pharmacodynamics, pharmacokinetics, and drug-to-drug interactions. So let's begin. SSRIs are the fluoxetine, citalopram, escitalopram, fluvoxamine, peroxetine, and sertraline. SSRIs are your first-line agents to those who are suffering for depressive disorders. It has been well studied for its efficacy, their safety, tolerability, and you as a psych nurse practitioner should also be aware that SSRIs are also prescribed for anxiety, obsessive compulsive disorders, eating disorders, and PTSD. It has been used for premature ejaculation, premenstrual issues, and other somatic symptom disorders. As far as pharmacodynamics, SSRIs treat depression because it increases the serotonergic activity. SSRIs, again, are used first line for as an antidepressant effects. It, it has been um, shown that serotonin, which is the 5-hydroxytryptamine or the 5-HT, is released in the brain from the raphe nuclei. SSRIs decreases the action of the presynaptic serotonin reuptake pump. This results in an increased length of time that the serotonin is available in the synapse. So there's an increase in the postsynaptic serotonin receptor occupancy. But the full uh, effects of SSRIs does not really appear for about four to eight weeks. So educate your patients about this when it has been started. And as far as pharmacokinetics, um, SSRIs are well absorbed in the GI tract and reach its peak plasma levels within one to eight hours. Food does not really affect the absorption for most SSRIs except for sertraline, which is absorbed quickly when taken with food. SSRIs also bind to the plasma proteins and is distributed to the body, including the brain. SSRIs are metabolized and largely eliminated in the liver. The elimination half-life of SSRIs, such as fluoxetine, is about 46 days. So those who are forgetful about taking their medications, fluoxetine is a good medicine to prescribe to your patient. Citalopram, it's about 36 hours. Sertraline, about 26 to 32 hours. And paroxetine is about 24 hours. Fluvoxamine, which is, um, its half-life is 15 hours. So SSRIs are moderate to potent inhibitors of the cytochrome P450 drug metabolism 
It may cause a drug-to-drug interactions because it alters blood levels of other medicines. Citalopram um, inhibit liver enzymes less than SSRIs, and thus is a choice for situations where you are concerned for um, multiple drug-to-drug interactions. SSRIs uh, inhibit weakly more of the cytochrome P450 drug metabolizing enzymes. So make sure you check those um, lexicon for more information. Tamoxifen interacts greatly with fluoxetine and peroxetine. And as you know, tamoxifen is a medication used to treat and prevent recurrence of breast cancer and is metabolized in the cytochrome um, 52, D6 uh, active metabolites. So peroxetine and fluoxetine may interact with, with tamoxifen. Another interactions between SSRIs and prodrug opioids such as hydrocodone, tramadol, and codeine. There is a res- retrospective study from uh, surgical patients with depression. Um, population that was su- the subjects that were used were 4,300. So post op control of pain were worse when they had the prodrug opioids plus SSRIs compared to those patients who receive pro-drug opioids, but no SSRIs. So that's very interesting. When choosing an SSRI for your patient, when you prescribe to them, you need to look at your cost, your experience in prescribing these medications, uh, tolerability and efficacy. SSRIs are contraindicated for those who have hypersensitivity to those who are receiving MAOIs. So be aware of that. Okay, so... um, be aware of that interaction that may cause serotonin syndrome. Also be cautious when other medications are prescribed, such as lithium as well. When you're prescribing SSRIs, discuss to your patients the possible side effects, the drug-to-drug interactions, its response time. Um, Educate them about not to stop abruptly medications. Review to them uh, with your patients the common side effects as you inform them also of the response time. Now, most common side effects of SSRIs because it targets the serotonin would be headache and nausea. Um, They can have dry mouth. They can also have some sexual dysfunction, so be aware of that. Some may have some weight changes, loose stools, some insomnia. Uh, so be aware of those medications. Some have daytime uh, sedation or which is called asthenia, diminished mental energy and emotional blunting. Some may have malaise, some may have dizziness. So educate your patients that it may occur. Fluoxetine and sertraline are more activating and paroxetine and fluoxetine may be more sedating to some patients. So um, educate your patients and see what is best for them. You as a psych nurse practitioner need to educate them about these transient side effects. Of course, always start at the lower dose and titrate accordingly. Um, Another side effect that you as a psych nurse practitioner need to educate your patients would be the increased suicide risk for those um, ages 18 to 24 years old. But also be aware that untreated depression may lead to suicidality. So that's the black box warning that we're talking about. 
SSRIs are generally safe with um, those with comorbid cardiovascular diseases. Some SSRIs, may, uh, such as citalopram, may prolong the QTC interval, so be aware of this. One meta-analysis of 10 trials with a population of uh, 2,599 patients had increase of uh, 6 millisecond to the QT interval. Generally, um, be aware of that side effect and just um, be aware for those patients who have cardiac comorbid issues. Another uh, risk factors with um, SSRIs are those with patients with serious arrhythmia due to the induced QTC um, interval. Another side effects or risk factors, I should say, would be advanced age, females, drug-to-drug -drug interactions that also may prolong QT interval in those with electrolyte issues. Be aware that um, those medications can also um, increase you know, the QTC if they have bradycardia or baseline QT prolongation already has been occurring and MI. Okay, citalopram is um, that medication that you just have to be aware for the QT prolongation. Another potential um, side effects may be serotonin syndrome. So educate your patients. Be aware of other medications that may cause serotonin um, syndrome and increase that neurotransmission. Um, symptoms of serotonin syndrome would be delirium, acute agitation, anxiety, hypertension, tachycardia, diaphoresis, hyperthermia, GI distress, muscle rigidity, and hyperreflexia. So educate your patients about those. Another one would be a sexual side effect for those who are taking SSRIs. Some weight changes may occur uh, with SSRIs, but is it the, the SSRIs that really caused it or is it the depression that caused some weight changes? Bleeding issues. Be aware that it may increase um, some bleeding issues for your patients, but no studies have been that compelling. Um, is it because your patients are taking NSAIDs or antiplatelet medications or anticoagulants? So be aware of that as well. Another side effects of SSRIs would be hyponatremia. Uh, so have the awareness of other risk factors such as age, uh, use of diuretics, or history of hyponatremia. You as a psych nurse practitioner need to discuss to your patients the discontinuation of SSRIs that may increase GI upset and then they don't want to take the medication anymore. But again, it's education. That is what your role is uh, in your patients' lives. So today we have discussed SSRIs as the first line treatment agents for depressive disorders and other um, mental health disorders. It's pharmacodynamics, drug-to-drug -drug interactions, dosages, uh, side effects, and you as the psych nurse practitioner will need to continue to educate your patients about safety, efficacy about this medication. Um, educate your patients about the use of pills and skills, right? Um, medication plus the skills of therapy that they would learn and use it accordingly. Thank you for listening to the Psychiatric Nurse Practitioner Podcast. 
This is Ana Sanchez, your host. Until next time, thank you. The Psychiatric Nurse Practitioner Podcast is a weekly podcast where I share with you my passion in the field of psychiatry. My hope is to build a community where we can have empathy and compassion for those struggling with mental health conditions. Find me on Instagram at Anna Sanchez underscore psych underscore NP and at the Psychiatric Nurse Practitioner and subscribe to my podcast. Thank you. This psychiatric nurse practitioner podcast does not constitute for medical or psychiatric advice. This podcast is not intended to replace professional psychiatric assessment. The ideas expressed in this podcast do not reflect the position of the speakers, authors, affiliated medical and nurse practitioner organizations. Thank you. Sanchez is a dual board certified as a family and psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner. She has a private practice clinic and specializes in telepsychiatry in the state of Georgia. She is the founder for Hope Center for Veterans, which is a nonprofit organization that increases positive outcomes for service members. She currently serves as a medical officer in the United States Air Force Reserves. Her passion is in the care of those who have mental health conditions.